cafe. Anyway, here we are. Mike's Daily Podcast. Well, the weekend is here, and we are so happy. And that Chat GBT thing sang the song. Mike's Daily Podcast. It sang the song. All I did was type in. Give me a theme song And then it came out with it Oh wait, I am wrong Because I wrote the song Before there was ChatGBT Over 10 years ago So I hope you enjoyed the levity At the beginning of the show Oh wow, that's it bro The end of the show Mike's Daily Podcast Oh no wait, it's the beginning of the show That's what we're doing and it's FFF so 2599? Mike's Really? Daily 2599 Podcast We're almost at 2600 Yeah 2600 Hmm Will we make it? Let's see The last show was called Eddie And it was not named after your best friend Ed Who you like to call Eddie No It was named after the thing that sometimes when you're in a, on a river and you get into that little part that swirls around and around but doesn't go down the river. It's called an eddy. That's where I was. I was in an eddy on yesterday's show. Yes, they have that name. I guess I'm, am I the only one that still uses that? I went river rafting when I was a kid and that's where I first heard the term. So it's stuck in my brain. And there's a lot of water coming down the mountains because of all the snow starting to melt because it's warming up. Second, third, third day of 80 degree weather. Although it was much warmer the yesterday. The front panel will close automatically. Please remain seated. Happy Friday. I'm, no, I'm not the only one disappointed that James Corden didn't reunite One Direction on his last show. But at least he'll never have to watch a celebrity eat salmon ice cream with chicken feet. I don't understand that. But apparently that was said, I think, on the internet. A guy unintentionally calling his wife unattractive. What? And here's today's podcast picture. As we take a look at the podcast picture today. It, I was reading from Dig. D-I-G-G. They send me this newsletter. They've been sending it to me now for probably over 10 years. Oh, and they rank... The All the guest hosts of The Daily Show So far I think they liked Sarah Silverman the best But I have not watched that show in a while The podcast picture today Will be We'll go back a year ago We'll go back in time And the late great Basil the Boxer He was not with us a year ago But I'm sure it's going to be some place That he and I went to He was so much fun such a great dog And now I have the cat Rocky Who the late great Basil the Boxer Would say something like rrr, rrr, About him Magnification I I like Sarah Silverman better When she doesn't smile after every joke It, it doesn't I understand Mike what, what's your problem with smiles You don't like it when people smile Nah When you tell a joke and then you're smiling at the camera. It's like, look what I did. I don't know. It undercuts the joke to me. I think, well, some people get away with it better than others. But for me, it just, I guess 
Mr. Seth Myers smiles a lot. But he's honestly playing with the audience. There seems to be a rapport with him and the audience. He does so well. He's gotten really good at it. He didn't have it so much in the Saturday Night Live days. But now that he has his own show, well, he's had it for years now. But he does that closer look segment. The audience is with him. And, and when he didn't have the audience during COVID, he was suffering because he would just fly right through the jokes. It's all about it's that's what's so amazing about comedy. I'm not a comedian. I'm not professionally a comedian. I, I admire comedy and comedians and I know that there is a point where they're really clicking with the audience in an interesting or they're not. And it's it's and it's amazing. It worked well for Mitch Hedberg. Hedwig I always get his name wrong. But he he ha- he was so not clicking with the audience <laughs> that the famous uh, Comedy Central concert that was recorded, and he thought he was doing such a terrible job, but in fact he was being so completely odd that when he told the joke about the receipt and the donut and all that, it it remains timeless. As sadly we lost him years ago, but. So this, according to Dig, ChatGBT sat a bunch of professional and academic exams, and it turns out it's pretty intelligent. It's the OpenAI's language model, ChatGBT, has been the subject of fierce debate since it first launched in November of last year, with opponents criticizing everything from its troubling responses to certain prompts to the risk of taking our jobs they took our jobs as uh, yes I watched a lot of Comedy Central when I was younger to the risk of taking our jobs and promoting plagiarism in schools and colleges that I had this discussion today with a colleague who has a younger daughter who is attending uh, high school and he was telling me that it is actually the the teachers are they can clue into when it's plagiarism. There's some something they know. They're so privy to it. I guess they've gotten they've graded so many papers where they've seen it. They've gotten well used to it. And so they know. <laughs> they don't need their own AI to figure out if it's being plagiarized. Before we worry too much though, this says we should probably work out how smart ChatGBT actually is. Oh my gosh. And this is written by a millennial because they ended that sentence with, right? Ugh. Right? God. Which I have told you, if you end, I know in that context it works. But if you hear someone throw in these little right in the middle of a sentence and they keep going, it's their way of telling you, I am very insecure about this particular topic and I don't know what I'm saying. As we go outside a cafe anyway, where we bring you Mike's Daily Podcast, somewhere in Podcastro Valley, the last place on earth. Anyway. A technical report published by the research lab earlier this year. What research lab? It said the research lab. Okay. Showed the results of various professional and academic exams that OpenAI had ChatGBT and its later model GBT-4 sit in order to demonstrate their capabilities. ChatGT-4 is a lot smarter than its predecessor, displaying human-level competence in numerous exams. 
Neither models seem to have quite got the hang of AP English or competitive programming just yet. One test in which ChatGBT-4, the newer version, particularly excelled at was the uniform bar exam, placing in the 90th percentile while ChatGBT only scored higher than 10% of test takers. This show is about me, and it always has been. So I guess there's still room for improvement. And this was written by Darcy Jimenez. Darcy, I think you need to take a class in English because that was really badly written. So just, uh, maybe. Because there were some words dropped. And it wasn't just me not reading it right. She just dropped some words. So the way they rated, Jared Russo wrote this and rated the top five Daily Show guest hosts so far. Number five was Wanda Sykes. Number four, Leslie Jones. Number three, Roy Wood Jr., who is going to be hosting the big political correspondence dinner tomorrow Jordan Klepper and number two and number one Hassan Minhaj he's been the best best host by far he's the perfect replacement host for the show and Netflix killed Patriot Act far too quickly they said okay and I guess they honorable mention Deal Hughley, uh, Chelsea. You know what? I know, I know like the bodyguard. I went to high school with the bodyguard for Deal Hughley. And I had to stop, I had to stop, uh, reading the guy's Instagram. Not Deal Hughley's, but the, the, the guy I went to high school with. He, Derek, he used to post, he's the nicest guy, Derek, but, and his wife is wonderful. They got a family, a lot of, lot of girls, grown girls now. Here's the thing. <laughs> Derek was posting all of these shots of them traveling all around the world. And always, always they're smoking cigars and drinking. And that just... Okay, I got it. You like the, the aged spirits that are super expensive per bottle. We got it. You guys are rich. And you're smoking cigars and you're at some golf course. We got it. And you're wearing your Tommy Bahama shirt. That's really great. Good for you. Chelsea Handler was also an honorable mention. Sarah Silverman. And Marlon Wayans. Cal Penn, Al Franken was a host on The Daily Show. And John Leguizamo. Interesting. Outside a cafe anyway, somewhere in Podcastro Valley. Look who is here right now with us. Right, Noel. Hello, Mike Matthews. It's Jolene Stewart's Gift Show Supervisor. Well, Mike Matthews, looks like everything got taken care of with your ticket, and it's been closed. What ticket? You know, the ticket that you opened. I opened a ticket? Yes, Mike Matthews. There's a ticket you opened. Oh. Okay. So... In order to have something get fixed, you have to open up a ticket. And then someone will fix it. And then they close the ticket. Yes, Mike Matthews, that is the world in which we live, Mike Matthews. Do you want a snow globe? Sure. 
Thanks. Oh, she's never given me a free snow globe before. She's walked away now. Because I guess the the ticket has been closed. Look who else is here. Oh, Mike, this is Floyd the Floorman. And this is John Deere, the engineer. Yes, engineers love to use the word ticket. And we use it often. If you want this fixed, you have to open a ticket. I can't just fix it for you. That's messed up. Why do I have to ask you to open a ticket? Because that's how it works. Otherwise, everybody would be asking us stuff to do all the time, constantly. And we never have time to fix things, Mike Matthews. Do you know what? May is almost here. As you were giggling. I didn't mean to cut you off mid-giggle. But May will be, believe it or not, National Miniature Garden Month. Not miniature golf. Miniature garden. Who the who opens who ma- opens up a ticket and makes a miniature garden? I don't know, but perhaps you didn't know that either. So I thought I'd share that with you. And one more thing: you will travel into the incredible universe. Southwest was rated the worst airline in the United States. Delta was named the best U.S. airline. This by Wallet Hub, and they were rated number one for the second time, second year in a row. Here's the thing. I love... That was a segment on The Daily Show back when Jon Stewart hosted it. Here's the thing. I have flown both of those when I would visit my late mom in Florida. I used Delta primarily. And then I said, I'm going to try Southwest. Oh, I got to do a bunch of layovers. That shouldn't be a problem. Oh, it was a problem. I thought it might be fun to do a layover in Vegas. And actually, that was really quick. And it's odd because you get off the plane in the airport and there's a row of those machines. What do they call them? Jukeboxes? No. Jackpot. Jackpot machines? Is that what they are? I honestly don't know. So you go through and I, I never spend my... I, ne- I don't gamble. But... Hey, it was nice to fly into Las Vegas because you saw the beautiful mountains that are all red. And you see the big um, lake, the Hoover Dam and all that. Is that what we call it now? Hoover Dam? Or do we call it something else? Lake Mead Dam? The... It's whatever. So, and then you get on the plane, you got to fly to Florida. <laughs> it just see it was a long trip. Long trip And by the time I saw my mom I was Because uh, it didn't even take me To Daytona Beach It took me to Orlando And then from Orlando To De- Daytona Beach You can either take a plane Or you take a, a long shuttle Where somebody has been smoking The whole trip to pick you up And you're sitting in a Cloud of cigarette smoke Oh that basically defines All of Las Vegas It's a cloud of cigarette smoke Everywhere you go It's uh that's what I've discovered. Boulder Dam. No? Hmm. At any rate, cafe any rate, cafe anyway. Fascinating. So if you are going to fly, Southwest is not the worst in, from what I've... Well, it could be. Because <laughs> there's got to be far worse airlines out there than Southwest. But... I have had a couple... I remember one time flying on Southwest where they put me in a seat 
because you basically do the mad mad scramble for a seat. You don't have it assigned. You're assigned sections, and you got to run and find a seat. So I got a seat where with no window, and it, it was like I was sitting in a box. With I didn't even know I was in the air for the whole trip. Now some people might find that wonderful because then they don't get scared and freaked out. I like to look out the window and see the clouds and the hills and the beautiful red mountains and the dams that I don't know the names of. And that, I like that. But that may be why I don't like Southwest. What do you think of Southwest? What do you think of Delta? I've had some problems with Delta too. And honestly, I haven't flown in over a year. And that's the way I like it, folks. I don't, not a fan. Oh, here's something else I'm not a fan of, Spotify. So you can listen to this podcast on Spotify. And up until about a, a week ago, oh, I'm hearing myself, which is because I was just, I opened up my podcast on Spotify. But there's a link to where you can listen to it at mikesdailypodcast.com. I ha- used to get a little, I wasn't paid, but they're like, Mike, once you get up to $10, Every time somebody listens, we add a penny and soon you'll be at $10 and then you can cash out. Well, I was at about, I was at $7.85 and they suddenly cut me off. They said, nope, we've switched over to this new system and you don't qualify anymore because you don't have a hundred people following you. What? As a car flies by because we're not exactly soundproof oh we're outside anyway so we wouldn't be soundproof would we so that's annoying tell me what you think about that as well as southwest and spotify and they're not going to raise their rates with people watching or listening to spotify i guess if you've got the current plan they're not going to increase it but they're Cutting costs elsewhere, as you can tell from what I'm saying. 510-228-4640. That's also where you can see today's podcast picture. 510-228-4640. And enjoy the rest of your day. We'll try to get another podcast to you. Probably not tomorrow, but Sunday. I'm hoping to bring you episode 2600. Wow. We'll be all the way there to 2600. I'm sorry. Jerry Springer didn't live long enough to see that. Not that he's ever heard of me or my podcast, but, you know, you never know. You never know. That's the joy of doing a podcast or a YouTube channel. You never know who's watching or listening or if you're on the radio listening or if you're just about to fall asleep because Mike is talking so softly. Thank you for listening. And with more ways to reach me, it's A-Frame. Mike's TV podcast is written and produced and performed by Mike Matthews. His podcast is super easy to find. Download or listen to his show and read his blog at mikesdailypodcast.com. Email Mike now at mikesdailypodcast at gmail.com. See you tomorrow. Bye.